0: Wide. Everybody knows my name. They're like, Mama, that's Kenny Montgomery. He sings that song we like. Uh, yeah, boy, that's me. Roll like the trailer, I'm flossing. Uh, Them Hoosier tires glossin'. Uh, Them cold kind we're tossing. Right. They know I came to wreck it, yet I rarely bring out a caution. Yet I hit the high side. Boy, I park for Brian Clausen. Uh,
1: Welcome to Throttled Up the Podcast. Often imitated, never duplicated. Your weekly home for the best in motorsports coverage
0: even your grandpa talking about it. man that boy's cool we don't sit on 24s we don't ride on spinners uh-uh. i'm posted up on the 15s with platinum dirt defenders
1: and welcome back to throttled up the podcast and i've got with me in studio nathan bowling and matt staples we're doing a combination episode here tonight uh, a little bit of the darf show a little bit of uh, throttled up so you're you're gonna get a little bit of a double up show here and let me tell you prior to going on air um the jokes are rolling all i gotta say is look at the head on that cat <laughs> <laughs> Sun- Dustin's gonna be up
2: close all night with you guys sun's out guns out <laughs> right in your living rooms with you <laughs> man i am bald <laughs> dustin's so close you can reach
1: out and touch him <laughs> trying a new 3d thing oh okay mm-hmm. so <laughs> trial parts over <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> so the next 15 minute segment here will be matt's working on a stand-up so uh oh, yeah I, we just discussed that i think i'm gonna try that one night you know oh and we will be sure to invite all of our listeners i'm not at least i'll have an audience <laughs> well, we'll get all 5 of them there. <laughs> Won't be any problem social distancing. <laughs> nope. <laughs> all right, let's jump right in here a little bit. Uh racing over the weekend. I will say, you know, kind of talking the NASCAR side first of all. It it was really weird. I it didn't feel like, you know, Formula weekend, it didn't feel like Brickyard weekend. Just kind of a really weird deal being 4th of July weekend mm-hmm. and that stuff going on. What how, how did you guys think about that? It kind of felt to me like uh, Memorial
3: Day weekend, where you got up in the morning and F one was going to race, and then you know later on in the day we had the Brickyard. Mm-hmm. You know we just kind of missed you know the third race in there of you know an IndyCar race and that was, but <laughs> yeah. I, I enjoyed. It. I mean, I, I gotta say I think NASCAR needs to look at F one. Did you watch any of the F one race? IndyCar or F one or no, not F one. No, the end of the F one race. The guy that finished second deliberately pushed the guy off the race course and they put him under investigation and gave him a five second penalty. Huh. So he rolled across the finish line second, but the timing put him fourth because they added five seconds on his finish time. Yeah. So that making him finish fourth. I, I kind of thought that, you know, that put yeah. a whole lot of, because they announced with 10 laps to go that he had a five second penalty. So everyone behind him tried to close that gap to get within 5 seconds of him. I thought I kind of like that drama that they built into the yeah, race. That that makes it pretty exciting there at the end. Hmm. So you know that I, that needs maybe looked at in other series yeah. of because not making do a drive-through penalty but we're going to put 5 and then it puts
1: all the other drivers yeah. just to close the gap on him. Yeah. Well, and I also like because the drive-through penalty kills it. Yeah. I mean, that driver's done. You can't I mean, there are some tracks where you might be able to salvage a, you know, a mid-pack run, but you're you're done. I like that also keeps that driver kind of in the race too can he extend that lead past five seconds to hold on to that position you know, let's say he gets to the lead
3: if he can keep second place five seconds or more mm-hmm. behind him he still wins yeah yeah I think that's a that's an interesting idea for sure yeah. that, that because I man you know I was like there's a lot of drama in this now because he was trying to start, stay ahead of third third fourth and fifth was trying to get within five seconds of
1: him and I was yeah. like man this has added a whole you know a lot more drama to that hmm so I do want to start here and throw out, first of all, Xfinity race Saturday. Before we even get into who won, which was amazing, can can we all agree, and I know we've talked about it even before this race came up, can we all agree that every NASCAR series needs to run the road course yes. at Indianapolis? Yes. Yeah. And it doesn't take away from winning at Indy. It doesn't take away from kissing the bricks. They all need to run the road course. Yeah.
2: After what I saw, I mean, obviously didn't get to watch your race. We was at Salem, but from what the highlights I saw afterwards, especially that last two laps, that what Chase done, I mean, fighting with three or four other guys, I mean, that was
1: pretty incredible racing.
3: I agree. I I thought it was a great race.
1: And let's, let's jump on Chase Briscoe there again, man. We, we talked about him last week and I feel like it's a broken record, but the kid every week comes out and shows it and, Mm -hmm. and, for a guy that a couple years ago when he first won the Dirt Derby at Eldora, it was, well, he's a dirt guy, so he should win that race. Then he goes and picks up the Roval Wind, and it's like, well, that was kind of a, an off racetrack. He's now showing he can win on anything and anywhere. Five wins on the year, first in the Xfinity Series, and the dude's on fire. Let's just hope they don't move him up too fast.
2: Right, right.
1: I agree 100%.
3: Because that that has become, as soon as they become popular in the Xfinity we got to move him up because he's you know right now he's got a role going and, and I think they're they're killing more careers than they're helping right now. Well,
1: and I think that's something we've talked about before with the idea that you know with this group of rookies, you know they came in with more hype than any group of rookies for a mm-hmm. long long time. And I'm not saying they've been a failure, but they have definitely not been what was expected. Their hype was way bigger than they were. And I mean, and John Hunter Nemechek wasn't even in that group. And maybe Christopher Bell started to come on here. Tyler Reddick's come on a little bit, but you got to put Nemechek right there as one of the top rookies.
3: He is definitely was the sleeper of the class that is almost now coming to the top of the Mm. the series there. I think totally agree, but they just, they hyped him up and they moved him up, you know, and
1: I, I wish NASCAR would open their eyes and realize they don't have to move up that fast brandon allman said every race should be a road course get rid of some of the boring ovals and i and i i can't go as far as saying every course should be every race should be a road course but i will say this if they did that boris said would come back oh my gosh and be a champion <laughs> <laughs> said <heads. laughs> but huh. but that's one have to
3: try to grow hair so he can be a fan <laughs>
1: But I, I will say this. I don't think you should run the same configuration on a track twice. I agree. And that and I will include that with Daytona, with Talladega. Mm-hmm. But Daytona has a road course. Right. With But even with those big tracks, I don't think NASCAR should run the same configuration twice. Mm-hmm. That's fine. The 500s, what it is. Run the road course the next yeah. time. Split some of that stuff up so it's not the same race.
3: But you could do that. You know,
2: Talladega has an, an infield track that you could add to, you know, you mentioned Daytona. I uh, actually saw today with all this COVID stuff going on, uh, the Watkins Glen weekend for NASCAR might not be happening, and the replacement might be the Daytona road course. That's the what's the rumor is go. right now. Because they're already going to run the clash on the road course next year. So – you know that might be a little bit of a practice
1: but i think they're realizing
3: that we're not liking those everything cookie cutter cookie
2: cutter cookie cutter you know
1: well i think for i think at the beginning and and you're our resident historian um just by age um (laughs) (laughs) and appreciate (laughs) that uh but you know i going back to those late 80s early 90s nascar races and nascar fans i feel like they really hated the road course racing i think it felt like it wasn't american because that's what f1 did Mm -hmm. that's what other but i really think as it's evolved we've seen the talent and the skill it takes to do that because i think i guess what i should say back then and correct me if i'm wrong the 80s and 90s a lot of these one-timers talking about a boris set or somebody who would jump in would win those races Mm -hmm. but as you got to gordon and stewart kyle bush kyle bush Mm -hmm. these guys are talented road racers even though they they race stock cars well,
3: I think that's where, you know, Marcus Ambrose always thought was a great race car driver, but you know, he was the one that raced every week with him, but when came to the road course, they paid more attention to him. Yeah. You know, cuz he drove while those
2: the super V8s or whatever down in Australia that ran on road courses, mm-hmm. which, you know, any more some of the road courses are a heck of a lot better, you know, than majority of what they got right now. I mean, oh, that's yeah. kind of the new short tracks, you know, there for a while. I mean, bump and bang and you know, it was exciting.
3: But they're not bringing in the road course shoe like they right, used to you know, right, these guys right. are learning okay i need to learn to do this yeah. well
1: let's go back to chase you know last year when he was kind of in between the ride and only ran certain races there for roush before coming back to stewart hots at the end of the season they put him in that Ford development program he was running mustangs and mm-hmm. and sports car classes on road courses all over the place yeah and i don't think you can deny how much it's helped because he is a great road course racer mm-hmm. And you know that experience has definitely helped him a ton. I agree. So here's I, I also want to point out, since we're still on the Darf side
3: of it, uh, Kevin Harvick and second place finishing Matt Kenseth both in their mid to late forties, mm-hmm.
2: and uh, Kenseth the oldest guy out there, I believe. Mm-hmm. Like and if he would have won; he would have
3: been the oldest guy ever to win a NASCAR race at forty-eight years old.
2: I think. What was it? Anybody that raced at Indy or that won a race at Indianapolis, I I believe, possibly. But, yeah. So, who is the oldest to win a race at NASCAR?
3: I don't have that answer. I don't know. They just said he would have been.
2: Be Harry Gantt. I think you're right. Possibly. He is was him?
3: He was in his 40s, I know, when he won his last one. Harry
1: yeah, Gantt. Yep. Yep. Mark Martin, close second, maybe. 51 years old oh, wow. on May 6, 1991. Harry uh, Gantt racks up his 12th nascar winston cup career victory at talladega what was the date Er, yeah uh uh may 6 1991 Mm -hmm. and that bettered his own record as the oldest man to ever win a nascar event so he had
3: the nickname for a little while of mr october because he won every race in nascar in Mm -hmm. october one one time
1: so yeah i was gonna say mark martin has to be up around there he just looked old I think he, he, he started
3: wrinkling at like 27.
2: <laughs> yeah. He did look a lot <laughs> they older. They left him than... out in the sun too long.
1: <laughs> but I do want to talk about this real quick before we jump into the, the, the throttled up side. And I just happened to find these today, and I found them interesting. And you didn't um, even tell us about them. No, no I did That's scary. No, I I just I'd like to bring things out on you do guys. we have the sound effects tonight? Um, yeah, sure.
3: <laughs> um. Don't ask any peanut butter
1: questions, because Nathan's answer will always be chunky. Yeah, we did a great broadcast of the Firecracker 150 down at Salem this weekend, and and I got to say Nathan is one of the most dedicated camera guys mm-hmm. I've ever seen, and I I can say um, without a doubt he left a little piece of himself down there at Salem Speedway. Yep. Sure did. A little piece so, here, and a little piece there. <laughs> yep.
2: <laughs> up on the spotter stand so
1: yeah so uh yeah and he wouldn't even go down and get me autographs during the autograph session
3: so at brownstown you have the sky deck and at salem you got the chunk deck
1: <laughs> just so, needed
3: some
2: laffy taffy
3: i did
1: couldn't get any you guys need to get a hold of them candy companies the chunky deck so, we've got the uh, NASCAR.com power rankings right now for the, the Cup Series.
3: It's going to be Kevin Harvick and Denny Hamlin, one or two.
1: You are right. Harvick moves up to one. Yeah. Hamlin, two. Shocker. Yeah, that's, Which, that's not a surprise yeah, at they're, all. Yeah, they are both dominating right now. Who would you put in three? Um, Man, I don't know. Logano. Okay, they've got Brad Keselowski, three chase elliott four logano chase, five
3: chase is overrated there he should be five i think kieslowski and logano could be flip-flopped either way and then chase because logano has more wins than chase right now don't they They're tied with wins mm,
2: i think chase only has one doesn't he that's what i thought yeah, yeah. i think yeah. so logano's got two two or
1: three number six ryan blaney
2: i think he's
3: a two high too. a
1: little too high Number and he actually fell a spot. He was actually five last week. Logano jumped Blaney this week. I wouldn't be surprised. Number seven
4: <laughs> blocked him. Num-
1: <laughs> number seven, I have to honestly say, I think is is too low. Should be moved up in the rankings here. Eric Almirola, number mm-hmm. seven. I'm telling you what. Yeah, he's another one that doesn't get talked about a lot on the broadcast, uh, other than Almirola's here, Almirola's there. Yeah, but- I, I agree he is constantly running in the top 10 well this was his fifth straight top five he should I definitely believe. be above blaney so i i i struggle with mm-hmm. almerola i thought he was a little stronger than that he's I got agree. a good
2: sponsor too bacon <laughs> that's my choice of bacon so
1: number eight what
2: ain't your choice of bacon <laughs> <laughs>
4: that's
2: actually a great question <laughs> yeah yeah what
3: kind it's of bacon a, do you he like he would go by the white package that said bacon on it and he'd be like all right yes, that's, I that's my would. favorite I kind i would
1: <laughs> Yeah. Just got one word. Bacon. Bacon. <laughs> Number eight, Kyle Bush, which I think way he, too high. Yes, yeah. I agree. Yeah. He shouldn't be in the top twelve. I, I don't disagree there at all. And that's all his on his
3: performance this year, mm-hmm. not on my personal thought of Correct. Kyle. That's just yep.
1: so I, I want to hear you guys. I know we talked about it a little bit the other day, but what is what's your opinion on, you know, Kyle's perspective that they need practice? Because I love that they talked about it the other day. If he's
3: such the race Sunday. car driver
1: he is, why does he need it? Well, that's what I love. No does Harvick or Hamlin need it? Well, they brought it up on the broadcast about you know looking at Matty D and what he's been able to do. and You know, Eric Almirola running up there and talking about some of these other teams that maybe don't have all the resources being thrown to them. It actually levels the playing field a little uh, bit.
3: And NASCAR needs to keep an eye on that. Mm-hmm because before we had stages that's how jimmy johnson did his thing is they would spend all day tuning the thing in to where he was good at the end of the day you know we've got a lot less caution so jimmy can't do that Mm -hmm. you take the the practice out maybe Kyle needs to hire better engineers because these cars are supposedly set up by engineers saying this is what you guys need for this track you know but i I think it's kind of putting his money where his mouth is when he goes i need that practice Is he as good as he's always said he was
1: well and i go back to what they said of pocono and did he run better on Sunday? Yes. But you had Saturday. You had a full practice, that was practice. Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, yes, I agree. I think he's too high. Number nine, Martin Truex Jr. Too high. Number 10, Alex Bowman. Too high. Yeah, too high. Not, we're going to have to find somebody to replace these guys with. Number 11, Kurt Busch. Move which up. I would. would Busch should come. Yeah, I yes. agree. Yeah,
3: Matty D should come up. I don't know where he's yeah. even Number at. Number but...
1: 12, Clint Boyer. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. too high. I I I think he's probably right in that area when you're talking about that, but he has not been as strong as what I'd hoped he'd no. be. Mm-mm. Number 13 is our boy Matty D. See, he should. I think he should be ninth or tenth. Yeah, I would say right around tenth for him. Number 14, William Byron. Nah. Number fifteenth, and I'll be honest, this one kind of surprised me, was Tyler Reddick. And don't get me wrong, I think Reddick is coming on strong, but I don't know that he would have been my first rookie in why not he's
3: a he's a in the standings he's the highest rookie in the standings right now
1: don't disagree but i think if i'm talking about power rankings meaning what are they doing right at this moment i would put christopher bell above Red. Right no now. way dude i would no nope. at the beginning of the season
2: i would have put christopher bell and i probably did in fact i know i did but as of late, I mean... At the he, beginning of the season, Christopher Bell yeah. needed a
3: seeing eye dollar to get to the racetrack, yeah. man. That I was, mean,
2: he's he's starting to kind of get there now, Yeah, but Tyler's... The first
3: two, or three, the races before COVID, yeah. Christopher Bell was a rolling caution, yeah. man. Rolling chicane.
1: Number 16, which I, I don't understand how he's even on this, but um, Jimmy Johnson, <laughs> who's not even running right now. Is he going to be back? I saw somebody say he may be back. Is he going to have his full 15 days or whatever? I don't know.
2: I don't think I know so. He's got to have, what was it, two negative tests within 24 yeah. hours
1: or something like that. So, so And then number 17, Austin Dillon, which I'll be the first to admit I am not an Austin Dillon fan in any way, shape, or form.
3: At 17, I, I might leave him close to that. I'd put him he, around. 20. He's had some uh, shining moments. Now Sunday he looked like an idiot, blocking, blocking Matty D out yeah. right there at
2: the end. But uh, yeah, I'd say around twentieth for him.
1: Number eighteen. I think this is a tough one because I think luck plays into a lot of this one. Meaning bad luck. Eric Jones at number eighteen. I think Jones has had a lot better runs. Yeah. He, he just hasn't been break. able to finish. No. Um, I mean, he's been in contention, but when he, I think he needs to call bad, Tony back bad. and say,
3: "Is that sprint car available?" <laughs>
1: Number nineteen is Bubba Wallace. Um, and number twenty, which again, I think this is too high, is my boy Ricky Roller Jr. I think he should be I think I think Ricky Roller Jr. ought to be third.
3: I don't know about third, but I would put him above Austin Dillon and Bubba and uh who else was down there? Eric Jones, Eric Jimmy J- Johnson. Yeah, I, I would put I would put uh just for his effort.
1: Yeah. And we talked mullet. about me before too yeah, i mean small it too oh, yeah, I, yeah I think he catches a bad rap he, he dated danica but the guy drives hard man he 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 oh, is yeah. an old school type of race car yeah. driver I and agree. people don't want to admit that because they love to hate on well Stunhouse. he likes to tear stuff up but yeah. that's he's going for it he's gonna get so. you the
3: checker to just come carrying back the steering wheel i mean yep. that's the way he is yeah. steering wheel might be bent too but and Kurt bush <laughs> is the same way
1: yeah so let's jump on here man we have had some some... a lot of jumping on this show it would be the old man that wouldn't want to jump anymore
3: it's all right this old back getting used to carrying you guys Mm
1: Mhm. how's that motorcycle
3: hey man i can carry as many groceries as you can in that jeep my jeep (laughs) starts (laughs) the battery went dead today that's my bad (laughs) i left the key on
1: <laughs> my jeep won't start when he leaves tonight though nope it will <laughs> right.
3: be, be a coal wire in freaking hayden <laughs>
1: nope. so what i want to talk better about, i'm playing
3: on driving that silverado <laughs> life tomorrow
1: <laughs> when we're talking about our local racing though man some big races uh the last couple weeks and so we've not we've not been here um and been on but Obviously, let's start, you know, Nathan and I were down at Salem Speedway for the Firecracker 150 this weekend. Um, great race. Oh, A- and yeah. I want to say this. How's Nathan going
3: to tell you what he's seen?
1: Well, that's true. That Good was... point.
3: He went back and watched your broadcast, man.
2: Fair enough. I got to watch the, the 150. I, I got uh-huh. to do that race. Because the but... sun went down. But I want to start here because. The sun
3: goes down, all the wimps come out.
2: The uh,
1: the just, just don't eat anything when it's real hot outside. <laughs> the Facebook trolls were out, and this involves brown sound speed. Oh I know well. you sure. certainly not. And, and those
3: keyboard warriors.
1: And, I, and I'm going to bring it up right here. You know, I had somebody that said and I'm not even going to give them the time of day to give their name or give them any publicity, but made the comment that they would rather watch paint dry than the Crown Vicks. And I don't know, like, like my comment was, I was very interested to see what kind of paint they use because that's mm-hmm. got to be some exciting paint oh, yeah. when yeah. it dries. Um, because yeah. even on asphalt, we watched them on Saturday. Oh, and I will Lord. say this, the oval racing on asphalt didn't excite me as much as watching them on dirt in the oval. But the figure eight, that's a freaking art, man. Yeah. And if that doesn't excite you watching those guys go out there and do that, it... You shouldn't even come to the you know, here
3: To uphold the Crown Vicks with everything else, when they came out, they was entertainment. But I think with anything, after you're on the racetrack a few times, that competition level comes up, and mm-hmm. they don't want to screw up. They want right. to keep going straight. They want to actually race. That's a good point. So you're going to get rid of the, the Joey Chitwood Thrill Show, and you're going to get 20 guys that want to go out and turn laps and try to beat each other. And it's still great racing, <laughs> close racing i mean i didn't get to see nothing down at salem i can't but what i'll say you know saturday night at brownstown when they were there that they raced well and we have a a a class that people can afford to get in and race and you know what everybody complained when we couldn't do anything we're bringing racing to people and then they still want to complain so it's just proof that you can't please anyone no and And, and, you know (laughs) go ahead i'll just keep going this guy puts this negative comment on facebook you know he's the almighty you know decider on things that are great and not great how many races he actually been to before he makes this comment and what's his credentials that we
1: take him his word for this is the way things should be i I guess well and we've said this a thousand times on the show before too so many people come out to a race and tomorrow night summer nationals are rolling in at brown sound speed opening opening night It'll be a great show, but I'm telling you right now, don't leave when the super stocks roll out because it will be just as good of a race as what that super late model and that modified feature will be. I'm telling you, yep. I and, agree. And people could say I'm wrong, but it will be same way. When you talk about the crown VIX and some of these support classes, you can't put on the show. If you don't have these guys that are coming out, mm-hmm. bust and tail to race, they work just as hard to show up at the track. Just like you said, they're competitive They are trying to do the best they can to come out and race. I just want to – we don't usually get into controversy on this show. We stay positive. But I wanted to say thank you to the Crown Vic drivers. Absolutely. Everybody that comes out and does what they do because, you know, that individual, I got no use for the comments. Yeah. If you like watching paint dry better – Stay home and watch it dry. Yeah, send me me your address, and I will send you paint, and you can stay home and and watch it dry.
2: Absolutely.
1: I actually meant to get some paint out, and that's what we were going to do for the whole show was just – I was going to hold up a canvas with paint, and we'd just watch it. But, you know, I
3: started get – I got rid of my social media when comments started getting silly, and when you sh- sent me that to read, I was like, man, I'm so glad. Because, you know, Cowboy Bob said a long time ago, if you can't say nothing nice, just don't say nothing at all. Yeah. And, I, you, you know, we kind of start living it. That is a lot of people's – that's their budget that they can race on. And they're just as much of a racer as the guys running the
1: Lucas Oil. And if you don't, here's my whole thing. Like, even if it's not your cup of tea, and and we've we've talked about it on here before, I love the open wheels. You're more of a late-model guy. Don't get yeah. me wrong. We'd both go watch whatever is a yes. good, good show. But the other part of that is we all have our, our classes we the, like our more yes. that we want to watch, all that kind of good stuff. What I would say, though, is... If it's not your cup of tea, that's fine. Go get a bag of popcorn. Go get a hot dog. Go to the bathroom. But don't take the next step to to shame those guys because yes. yeah. they run a Crown Vic. Yeah. I mean, it... Just because you don't
2: like it don't mean somebody else doesn't.
1: Absolutely. I love it. I mean, I do, I, I, I do. And did that
3: comment make one or two people think, well, I'm not even going to waste my time? Right. That are friends with him. Like, well, you know, I'm going
2: to go by what he says.
3: And
1: why do we continue to kill a sport that we all say we love?
2: Yeah. Because, you know doesn't matter what class. You say Crown Vix, you know, there's somebody's brother. There's somebody's husband. There's family out there. They're supporting them. And, you know, that's what it's all about. And then you got some... Well, I'm not going to say the word I want to, but... Chicken. No. <laughs> I just... I don't get that. I don't get why people have to be so stupid like well, that.
1: And I'll be fully transparent, because I I... I <laughs> You are in rare, <laughs> rare form. But I will be fully transparent that I'm involved in the Crown Series, but I wanted to be clear that just because I help out with that that and we, we're a sponsor of the Crown Series, that's not why I went to defend the Crown Series. If I had nothing, to, I don't have anything to do with the ones that ran at Salem. That's not part of the Crown Dirt Series, Crown Racing Series. So I I am saying that from the get-go. Yes, I have involvement, but that's not why I defended them. I defended them because they are again guys who bust tail and gals, and gals. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Correct. To go and race and put on a show and and why do we come out and knock that stuff and and tear down our own sport? I just don't understand it. Pure stupidity. You can't fix stupid. I I,
3: dude, you're preaching to the choir with with the three of us sitting in. I know,
1: but I still got to preach. Oh yeah. I just need an amen.
3: You just didn't build a big enough soapbox for all of us to jump on. That was that was thing. I, I agree. You know, P- Social media has become so easy for people to
2: type in their yep. thought. <laughs> but they won't say anything face-to-face. No,
3: no, because if that Scared person was standing around us, and, and as soon as we said, I disagree, he it would be hushed up and never brought up again, yeah. you know?
1: Yeah, and I just don't understand. And I, I, we've kind of talked about this before, too, there with, with social media, but what what's it matter what your opinion of it is it's like the same thing as like if i pull into mcdonald's and i don't like the hamburger like why do i have to tell the world i didn't like it like just go home i mean like it's okay i just maybe it wasn't for me i just i don't understand why the world needs to know all that and again with this comment it was posted on something promoting the crown series so we don't really care what you think yeah so yeah, they're out
2: there racing. You're sitting at home on your keyboard in your mom's basement. So what? Well, I mean, you've based our friendship on varying opinions, hundred percent. And we've both kind of
3: changed our opinion just to be opposite the other one, hundred percent, just for argument reasons.
1: Yeah, I I just want to argue with you.
3: <laughs> I know we we both do, and that's you know that's the thing is because uh, it makes it
1: fun, you know. But it's but I will say this a hundred percent, and I appreciate it. I am. I found out this week, or last week, I'm the anti-keyboard warrior because I put out a nice post about Steve Peden on Wednesday, and I had to realize that I'm the anti. I say nice things when I post it on social media, but to his face, I really don't have anything good to say about Peden. So,
3: I don't think you and I, neither one, have ever been
1: shy. <laughs> no. Is he still on the Mick Ultras? No, uh, no, he's working on his summer body. Yeah. It's hard. When you break that thumb, it's hard to open a man's beer
2: yeah those cans are a little bit more narrow
1: yeah you know the big thing though is is that if you if you, ch- <laughs> if you check out m2 designs uh you if you get the p3 sticker actually on any tumbler they make it's actually it takes a percentage off because they can't get rid of those p3 stickers hmm. it's a great option <laughs> thought you were gonna blow chunks there again <laughs> Nope. i need one of those protective plexiglass
2: <laughs> shields right here <laughs> it wasn't projectile uh-huh, so. uh-huh. that's <laughs> yeah i don't have so, any french fries today so we're good
1: so let's go back to i got off on of my my crown vic soapbox there but
3: we all agree with you and i guarantee a lot of our viewers agree because mm-hmm. they're racing something man they're contributing something to the sport it's something different too i mean
1: can't go wrong with it. No, I. Right. But to talk about the firecracker one hundred and fifty, what a race! Oh, it's great race. Got to start there. Um, you know, big thing right off the bat. Will Kimmel goes out right away um, and gets himself uh, has to actually pull off and, and goes out. But thanks, Steve. What?
3: Put me out of work, buddy.
1: <laughs> I'm reporting. This.
3: I didn't say anything about you.
1: <laughs> hey peden go ahead and report us the authorities agree as well you write your report on toilet paper <laughs> everybody steve spin cycle peden here joining the podcast um how's that karting career going uh craig cooper says he's buying a crown bit gonna let matt drive it
3: okay <laughs> it'll be a short career <laughs> i'll turn left one time
1: and then over the bank <laughs>
3: talk about a joey chitwood thrill show put me in that thing one time
1: <laughs> but go, going back to salem gotta say
3: you know people are googling joey chitwood right now probably
1: <laughs> <laughs> go going number one and number two chucky barnes jr mm-hmm. and chuck barnes senior father's son you know lined up outside each other on several restart i love chuck barnes jr's interview afterwards They said, you know, what did you think when you had your dad lined up next to you to race? And one of the best racing quotes I've heard, Matt, he said, you know, I thought back, I thought, this guy's watched my entire racing career. He's spotted for me in ARCA. He's spotted for me um, in the street stocks. He knows every weakness I have. And he said, the only thought I had was shit. And (laughs) I thought, you know. That's the most honest oh, yeah. answer to your dad mm-hmm. lining up on the other side of you and having to go race him.
2: Yeah, that was that was one of the better firecracker races. I mean you go over there and you know every race is good in my opinion, but I mean we had a few wrecks We
3: just said we, opinions don't
1: matter. Well
2: <laughs>
3: And then you give us one.
1: <laughs> but Craig just to answer you here real quick. He drives an explorer for his police vehicle.
3: Yeah, it's an explorer.
1: He just asked if you could drive a police car.
3: I used to have a Crown Vic.
1: I just wanted to tell him it was an Explorer.
3: Yeah. Then I went to a Charger. Now I got the grocery getter.
2: (laughs) But no, we i think they had, what, 32 cars signed? 32 or 33, and I believe 19 finished, uh, which, you know, for a race. That was more than we had Brickyard 400 (laughs) finished. (laughs) Yeah, no doubt. Which, you know, for a race like that, you know, that's pretty dang good to have that many cars finished. You know, there's a lot of attrition in that race. There's always you know going to be a pile up or two and
3: i like anything's pretty dadgum good
2: <laughs> well let
1: me tell you what what else is dadgum good one of the best celebrations i have seen as well yes that was following cool. the win chuck barnes jr gets the win they come to the front stretch obviously we're planning to see donuts and some tire burnout. Uh, father and son put the cars nose to nose and just burnt the tires off of them together That's which was cool. one of the coolest celebrations mm-hmm. i've seen was those two getting to to experience that moment so really really cool i gotta say you know huge shout out to salem speedway uh promoter bill nicely mm-hmm. um don Raddenball, uh doing great things down there and i fireworks show was spectacular yeah. afterwards uh unfortunately we we were exhausted and didn't stick around for the band afterwards. Who played? Um,
2: Country Born. Country Born. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. Um, they sounded pretty good when we was loading up. They sounded
1: good. Yeah, I just heard them as we were loading stuff yeah. up, so.
3: Oh, so you recuperated to help load up?
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, he supervised.
3: Oh, okay. <laughs> you think a man that worked in a factory could handle the heat? <laughs> I'm just saying, man.
2: Oh, I know, I know. I wear
3: long sleeves and bulletproof vest every day, and I, you know, heat kind of comes easy to me now.
2: Drive around the air-conditioned car all day. Some of us don't Mm. have that
3: luxury.
1: (laughs) I wouldn't drive through North Vernon anytime soon, Nathan. That's all right.
2: (laughs) We don't like to get nothing on our uniforms. (laughs) I didn't get anything on my uniform either.
1: So (laughs) let's.
3: I need to call these guys in
2: Crothersville. <laughs> Better wake them up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 <Ooh>. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> we have a couple that sometimes listen, so. Yeah. It's all No right. one's parked at the end of the road. That he? is Nathan Bowling. Yeah,
2: he
3: lives in Crothersville.
1: Let me say this. Nathan Bowling's comments do not pertain to the rest <laughs> of the throttled up Darf crew. He drives or- a
3: Dodge truck with the Louisville Cardinal front license plate. <laughs> Give me a minute and I'll go get his tag number.
1: <laughs> go run it for me. <laughs> let's jump to brownstown speedway and born free 40 which is one of the cooler races of the year i think i love they break all the flags out um have all the cars i got Mm -hmm. to see some pictures that obviously wasn't there but Devin gilpin
3: man the choice of the rocket chassis over the winter was uh, probably the smartest thing that uh, Devin and grandpa don fleetwood have ever done
1: and can i just say that that not only is he fast but he looks as comfortable in that rocket in the super late model as he did in the modified when mm-hmm. he was untouchable
3: yeah i have to agree I, he was the only one on the top of the racetrack that did anything everybody there's several that went up there and tried and uh you know devin just set himself up for that and even when he got the lap traffic man it, it really, you know nick hoffman closed the gap i don't know if about 15 to go nick started closing that gap but then devin spread it back i don't know if they let him know that uh, Nick was getting close or what there. But, it. I mean, definitely Devin's night to win there.
1: And in the uh, night drainage and excavating. Hang on I,
3: I do want to point out that uh, I was really uh, insane. Dwayne Chamberlain from Richmond, Indiana, was there. And his 13-year-old son, Tristan, also in a super late model, showed up. And I was really hoping that uh, Tristan would have got into the feature event because that would have been uh, – he would have been the youngest ever to race the Born Free 40 at Brownstown oh. for one reason. About to have it. It's been cool for, a, yeah. you know, you're talking about the father-son thing. That would have been cool yeah, for Dwayne very, and Tristan to yeah, be in there. So cool.
1: Can I also give a shout-out to Zach Burton, man, making the yeah, field yes. again. And Keegan Cox. Keegan Cox as well. But that is Zach's second super late model show that he's he's gotten his car in this year.
3: And he, his hand is still in the cast. Yes. You know, and oh, I, wow. I kind of felt for him when they, sh- they shoved the American flag down the driver's door because he's only got one hand. You know, to drive the car, steer the car, you know, put it up in high and hold the flag. So, I, I, Zach was probably pretty busy in there on the parade laps. You know, that was three and a half minutes I'll for us he to sing everything. that song. And, you know, Zach was uh, – but, yeah, big shout-out to him and Keegan both for making the races there and everything.
1: Good deal. Moving to the night drainage excavating modifieds. Uh, Jacoby, Jacoby Hines picks up the win. Um, he pointed out, uh, I did not realize
3: this, and I'm going to take it as my fault for not keeping track of this that uh, Saturday night was the first night that Elite Chassis did not win the modifieds this year. There was no Elite Chassis there. So uh, Jacoby kind of made a statement to all the rest of the modifieds that uh they all need to get something figured out cuz he's confident, you know, like tomorrow night there'll be some Elite Chassis there, but he said as of 2020 if an Elite Chassis is at Brownstown they win. So That's interesting.
1: I didn't even realize I didn't, I didn't realize that either. But yeah, good win for Jacoby. And I want to I want to give a shout out Braden Watson. Uh, yes. Got a heat win. Finished third. Jordan Weaver also. Jordan Weaver finished second in the race. Yes. Um, I wasn't going to bring that up during the heat talk because he finished second to Braden Watson too. I know Jordan wouldn't want to talk about Braden beating him there, uh, but. Jordan finished second. Brayden. Brayden has had a lot of bad luck yes. this year, man. Going back to it, it just seems like every chance um, they kind of get going in the right direction. They got mechanical failure. Something happens. So to see him kind of get that thing moving in the right direction again is pretty exciting. Oh yeah, and those guys. Those going to be two uh, young
3: men that will carry the the sports of the modified for many many more years to come. So I mean, you got to keep an eye on both of them, kids, because they. Uh, I mean, they're the future of the modifieds. Mm-hmm. You know. Jacoby's not going to be around forever. Matt Boatnick's not going to be around forever. You know, Ryan Thomas, I'm sure one day will just become a chassis builder. You know, and they'll, you know, they they got a long future ahead of them if they choose to do that.
1: And it's tough to say this, but in what I believe is the best class at Brownstown Speedway, the Pewter Hall Superstocks Stocks. Mm-hmm. Um, feature winner Tucker Chastain gets it done. Um, uh, Derek Clegg won, uh, led, uh, I think, 13 laps, and then Tucker got around him. And you got you got Tucker, you got Derek Clegg in second, you got Matt Boatneck in third, you got Jamie Wilson in fourth. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean that's a that's a who's who of of Brownstown Speedway yeah. Superstocks right oh, yeah. there. Um, you got Steve Hollers uh, back there that's uh, got to win this year. You got Bradley Fry. J. I was to
3: see him come back to the racetrack. Yeah, they laid out the first couple races, but I'm, yeah, I'm definitely going to see Brad back at the
1: track. Yeah. So. I don't know who, who had a $5 bolt break. Brandon Allman said somebody had a $5 bolt break. I didn't see that. so I don't know. I never heard nobody talk about a $5 bolt. You have to fill me in there, Brandon. But, uh, but again, that, that super stock class, man, every night there is mm-hmm. easily six to ten guys yeah. that can win that, that class. Yeah. Win a feature there. I agree. The Night Drainage and Excavating Pure Stocks. Um, look at those! Dustin Carr picks up the win again, coming off of his uh, win there at the uh, Don Donruss Don Memorial Tribute, yep. tribute Race. Uh, Dalton Fleener in second, Keaton Strevel third, uh, Tommy Fleener fourth, and Mickey Hines fifth, rounding out the top five there. Yep. But a uh,
3: very good race,
1: good race by them. And Dalton all.
3: Fleener was uh, put a little pressure on uh, on Dustin also. So really good
1: for that, yeah. yeah. Dalton's a solid race car driver, very He's much so. And then in the final class of the night, the uh, Watch Paint Dry Crown Vix uh, Aaron C. picks up his second win of the year.
3: Undefeated at Brownstown this year and uh, in two different cars. He's won in two different cars.
1: Wow. After, really he like won the,
3: after he won the first time, they raffled that car off. And uh, so he got a different car
1: for this huh. weekend. And uh, Craig Cooper and Brandon Allman told me here, uh, Watson, Watson broke a $5 bolt um, during the feature. So oh, still wow. comes in, finishes third. But, yeah, and I got to say, you know, looking at the um, the Crown Series, Aaron C's won twice. He didn't race down at Thunder Valley because they had raffled that car yeah. off. Um, but two wins. The points right now, Eric Lewis still leading the points in the Crown Series. But that's going to be a fun battle watching how those guys play it out mm-hmm. um, over the next 12 races. And
3: to explain the reason Aaron C is undefeated in the feature, but is not leading the points – is you get points in the heat races heat races yes so you get 10 points for winning a heat so if aaron c would have finished behind someone you know lewis or something in a heat race there's some point differences there
1: yeah right now you got in first place you got eric lewis um he has had three straight top five so all three races mm-hmm. he's finished in the top five there um philip boudreau is in sec second with two top fives there uh then you go to third with reuben lewis fourth with roger sturgis and five Uh, with one of my favorite cars the 100 more of brian moore um out of clerksville indiana in fifth place there former hornet uh, track
3: champion there brian moore
1: so and then you've got looking down the list you've got two-time winner aaron c there in seventh place um but the the spread there is not very big i mean it's you know about 120 20 130 Mm -hmm. points and again he sat out an entire race so yeah, it's going to get a lot of fun here. Getting to watch these guys as they they come together. Other winner there at Thunder Valley, Joel Smith in the 555, uh, picking up a win the night they were down there.
3: Can you point out all the point leaders and all the classes since you got the internet up there, please?
1: Yeah, and also I, Craig Cooper said that these are the current standings until Matt gets out there.
3: Um, so Craig's got a whole lot of faith in me.
1: Yeah, I don't. I'm I, gonna hate to let him down. Yeah, I'm really curious, kind of where that that from. I. I love you brother, but I don't have that confidence. I don't either. I'll ride with you in the crown Vic, but I still don't think we're winning. Oh well shoot no, we'll be at a weight deficit.
3: <laughs> Both of us are built like men, so we're definitely gonna slow it down, man. But it'd be fun. We gotta put a baby seat in the back for chunky there. Can I can we door people as I go by? We'll I, be like we'll be like the old Indy cars, man. We got your mechanic with you.
1: <laughs> I can
3: work on stuff as we oh, go. Yeah. You can throw T-shirts out every time we go down the front stretch.
1: <laughs> so, in the blue-chip racing engine, super late models there at Sound Speedway. Uh, first place, you got Devin Gilpin. Uh, no surprise there. Yeah. Second is Nick Hoffman. Third, Kent Robinson. Fourth, Greg Johnson. And fifth is Chad Stapleton. So Chad had some
3: issues there with his – I don't know what all was wrong, but uh, for the parade laps, he had to be pushed around with a four-wheeler. Hmm. And uh, – So I don't know what mechanical was wrong with Chad, but he did have some issues there Saturday night.
1: then look at the night drainage and excavating UMP modifieds. Uh, First place, Bryson Clark. Uh, Second, Jacoby Hines. Uh, Only eight points there behind Bryson Clark. Third, our good buddy Zach Stalker. Um, And again, Zach's had some bad luck here too. Oh,
3: yeah. He – Zach is a thinker. We know that. You know, he – and he was leading – his heat race, and I think when he went down into one, he was just thinking about everybody behind him, and, and spun out and mm. got some stuff tore up, and was one position shy coming through the B main. But he's he's getting that car figured out. And I think when he gets it figured out and builds just a little bit more confidence up, I think Zach will be somebody you got to watch every week. Yeah, he just he's really impressed. Yes, me every so week far. he improves and improves and yeah. improves.
1: And I got to give him credit too. There's a lot of guys again, and this isn't bashing the sport, but. When they make the mistake, find a way to blame the track surface or somebody else or what happened. I saw Zach's post Sunday morning, and he said car was running great. Dad had it set up well. Driver ran out of talent, spun it out in front of the field. So there's a guy that gets it. It was on him. I'm not gonna blame anybody else. I'm gonna go back to the shop and work to get better. Yeah. So a lot of lot of credit to him. Yeah. I agree, and I
3: mean, he, I think he, before the season's out, he'll
1: have that car figured out. Yeah,
2: I believe so too.
1: And the P3 racing shirts, uh, Pro Late Models, in first place, Shelby Miles. Which we didn't race those this weekend. Right. Yeah. Did you just want the points from this weekend? No, you're fine. I was just... Second is Tyler Neal, and I want to talk about Tyler real quick, because you didn't race them, Tyler goes down to Florence and picks up a huge $1,500 to win um, race there. And probably even better than that, um, the old internet troll Steve Peden, uh, he finishes second. Future brother in law Tyler Neal. Um, so huge shout out to Tyler, very good. Um, right to both of them. Um, yeah, I don't like giving Peden too much credit. Well, I will that way. Maybe we can keep half a throttle up. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're, (laughs) you're hopeful. Uh, no, maybe maybe he'll still like me, but to both of them, congratulations. That's that's a good show, and you know, we talk about on here all the time. Um, the idea that you can. If you are good at Brownstown, you can go anywhere and win. And right there, it shows you it. two great guys there at Brownstown Speedway that are in the contention every week. Tyler Neal and Steve Peden go to Florence. Tyler Neal takes the win, Peden second. Mm-hmm. So, really, really cool deal.
3: I got to be real nice, too, because I don't have a Tyler Neal or a Steve Peden door for my, my garage yet either. Well, and I'm quite confident I'll get a P3 door before you do.
1: Oh, I. <laughs> If I get a P three door it'll already have gone through the crusher and it'll be wadded up. <laughs> it'll be a paperweight. <laughs> but uh then in, in second place, Tyler Neal, third, Steve Peaton, fourth, Keegan Cox. So we talked good, good about Keegan. Keegan's on a really yeah. good run right now. And in fifth place, uh Raymond Humphrey. So some good exciting, deal. exciting guys right there, uh looking ahead and um look into the pewter hall pure uh, or super stocks excuse me I'm so used to saying the pewter hall the, the, the Pewter hall
3: yeah i screwed that up over the microphone saturday night it they rolled out and i call them the pewter hall pure stocks and i was reminded that is the
1: night drainage excavating pure stocks and the pewter hall super stocks the pewter hall super stocks yes, yeah. it doesn't roll off the tongue as well i'm still glad that cowboys down there um you know sponsoring <laughs> them but it doesn't roll off as good yeah. but not just any super socks no the the first place Derek clegg friend of the show second jamie wilson mm. third place matt boatneck fourth jt huffman and five uh fifth place steve hollers oh wow good um, job! so yeah i mean and, and again a great group right there and you talk about you know looking down the list there a little bit you got trey Shastine and and 14th tucker in 12th um you've got trent adams in 10th webley in ninth um so you've got some guys that are even down through the mix that uh can definitely run i think O'Webb's figured
3: out some stuff this year too by the way he's uh he's brought a little bit more competition out there this year and uh i think he might sneak something in this year
1: then in your night drainage and excavating pure stocks uh you've got in first place dalton Fleener second david palmer third dustin carr which dustin didn't run the first couple no. of races but but definitely closing the grounds there fourth place mickey hines and fifth place dirt track donnie wilson you realize the top three of all won a feature event at brownstown this year mm-hmm. so that's pretty good mm-hmm. night drainage and excavating hornets uh bryce burton man and and i'll tell you the what bumper thumper he yes uh running really really well in second place Shannon Walp oh yeah uh, third place Blake Gibson fourth Hunter Perry and fifth place returning Lucas Jackson uh, That's which great. is really really cool to see you know Lucas back and, mm-hmm. and racing again and and battling right there in fifth place so and I just got word here Brandon Almond breaking news here on throttled up but a breaking uh, news theme birthday boy uh do i have breaking news well i hate Let's to tell say... brandon
3: allman this but he raced last saturday night oh uh, so brandon allman's like late because mike field showed up and raced saturday night in uh, oh, chip slagle's car so sorry brandon
1: wrong brandon this is wrong you're wrong yeah and brandon it's all fake news
0: maybe it's, it's phony stuff
1: car, it didn't happen
3: oh yeah it, maybe he'll debate his yeah,
0: own but, yeah. but yeah, mike, big, fields, big, big yeah, mike Fields, big money
3: mike fields was there and will be uh, car. will
1: be debuting his and he does say in his car tomorrow night so mike fields be debuting his car tomorrow night but
3: he's already been there
1: but he's been there so
3: geez brandon i had more faith in you
1: yeah it oh he said not in his car <laughs>
4: Mm.
3: Yeah, it was in Chip Slagle's. But Chip Slagle owns his car.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, again, uh, looking ahead to those, um, this is a big week of racing right now at Brownstown Speedway. Obviously, tomorrow night you've got you know the opening night of Summer Nationals, the Hell Tour, uh, Super Stocks, and Modifieds racing as well turn around on saturday you got the schaefer photo and custom teas night at the races
3: with the boxcar races
1: yes the boxcar races i'm telling you right now um my money refrigerator <laughs>
3: box is almost done
1: oh yeah yeah did you get did last week did you pick up the spoiler off of uh, burton's car yeah okay yeah. yeah did you change it from oh boy to big boy i changed it to whoa boy <laughs> whoa, <laughs> whoa boy
2: i just hope it fits you nathan (laughs) i'm out i i
1: never mind mind. i uh i I gotta say i'm gonna put my money on steve peed in the boxcar races
3: i don't know if you guys seen the breaking news which was breaking news at the time that uh the 24 hours changed drivers and numbers oh yeah yeah that
1: is big that is isaac Rainey
3: taking a step back and letting his son robert uh
1: jump in there with the 12r which how do you think that how do you think that father-son duo is gonna do i have watched them interact quite a bit at the
3: racetrack i've sat with them when we went to other tracks and uh i mean it's all father-son moments you know you know we've all been sons and you know two of the three of us are fathers now so you know two sons so we know how that is but uh They'll have some trying moments, but I think in the long run, you know, and Isaac's an old guy, and and you know one of these days when Robert becomes older, those these will be the moments they sit back and grin, mm-hmm. and it's why they did all of it. To be honest, and I think you.
1: Isaac is really excited about oh, it. Me too, yeah. But I also know how competitive Isaac mm-hmm. is. There's going to be some tough conversations sometimes when oh, that yeah. car rolls back into the pits. Yeah. Well, here's
3: what I don't think Robert has looked at. Anytime Isaac has decided not to race his car you know has been replaced by a hudson o'neill a don o'neill you know robert's gonna slide down on a car that's had some very good race car drivers you know. in it
1: yeah and you've got hudson o'neill don o'neill and now robert rainey
3: yeah
1: i mean right up there and isaac you know every month's drove the car before is one a feature
2: chase briscoe drove it one night a couple of years ago he did yeah. you But he right. didn't win a feature right no i was, still, I was leaving that part yeah out. He, yeah he, but still he, he did not win the feature uh
1: but i will say this he did look he did look better in his late model that night than he looked in a sprint car yes he did <laughs> he looked better in Randy's yeah the late model than the sprints but, but uh, i'm excited
3: for that and yeah. isaac's doing what we need to do he's putting young blood in the yes. seats and you know i'm sure isaac's gonna miss it and the first time that car rolls out and he's not in it. it's his son he's gonna have some you know different feelings but uh we got to keep working to the future of our sport and not stay focused on the, the and i can't believe i'm saying this because i'm the old guy but i enjoy seeing like cole fallaway winning the modified get that young blood out there and i had a good talk with jared bailey you know jared kind of racing some modified races too and I, you know he's trying to promote the support classes you know so we can keep this racing thing that we all love going
1: yeah and cole fallaway man doing a great job with what he's doing this year. And, and you know, it, it is a weird year in the sense of locally, I think we see a lot of young blood doing really, really mm-hmm. well. But nationally, you look at it, we talk about Jimmy Owens, man, and some of these other guys, it's like a throwback, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, just we just talked about there in NASCAR, Kevin Harvick, Matt Kenseth. I mean – the young guys are struggling in some of these national series, but here locally, young guys are definitely putting on a show. Because they're moving them up too fast. I'm, t- I'm telling you that. that They need to go back
3: and look at those race teams, lock them into a long contract, but keep them down in those lower
1: classes. Who's the winner tomorrow night in the summer nationals? Ooh. Man, I don't know. All right, I'm, I'm going out there and I'm saying it right now. Gilpin wins summer nationals tomorrow night. Opens the night with it. I know I'm, I'm going to go way out on. I run. know there's some big cars going to be there, but I'm telling you, I'll take at Brownstown. Who the way taking? he looks in that rocket, I'm taking the one G. Tyler Carpenter. Country
2: roads take me home. <laughs> Why not? I'm going to go. I'm going to go uh, way way back. Hold on,
1: timeout. Timeout. I just want to say this is the guy that made fun of all the Chris Madden people that jumped on and bought t-shirts when he was good. Hey. You can't love on that guy. But now Tyler Carpenter wins at the dome. Woo, I'm a Tyler no. Carpenter guy. Uh-huh. Nope.
2: I've uh-huh. always liked the boy. Oh, come on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I'm not You can't sit there and say Oh no. I'm not <laughs> Here goes I'm not going to oh, be one Nathan of
2: Nathan Bowling. I guarantee you, you go over there tomorrow. If there's if, one guy that if can he say wins,
1: he loves West Virginia, it's me. I tried to buy Rav Ford West I, Virginia. I'm with you. <laughs> I, I'll back your play. I have never heard this
2: boy say Tyler Comforter one time until just hey, now. somebody different. Somebody different.
3: I'm going to one of the most winningest summer national winners ever. I'm going to take Shannon say, Babb, man. I thought you
1: were going to say Fast Freddy. No. <laughs> I'll take the Bab shannon Bab, i like that pick let's see what some other people well, say I,
3: I, I don't know let me jump on the a bandwagon
1: <laughs> who's hot right now yeah, let me see who's hot
3: <laughs> tyler Carpenter has never come out of this guy's mouth and i've always liked him hey i gotta stir the pot up a little bit that's like in our nascar pool the first time i said maddie d everybody being in the room looked at me like i was an idiot now they can't wait to draft him
1: i i, I can't argue with that either
3: <laughs> i've always liked tyler carpenter no i didn't even have a spell tyler carpenter a week ago
2: <laughs> but i guarantee you is
1: that with a k or a c oh, who knows he's got a big
2: k on the car <laughs> if he wins so you root against davenport since carpenter drives a kryptonite car right i could care less what cars they're driving honestly oh i i don't care it doesn't make any difference whoever to wins tomorrow night he'll be like
3: i've always rooted for them yeah
1: okay He's that classic guy that brings seven t-shirts to the track. So switches got the them as it goes. <laughs> no. Oh, get this changed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nope. Come on, man. So as a Tyler Carpenter fan. Hey, he's never been there before. But as a Tyler Carpenter fan, what would you say outside of the dome is his biggest win? All right, moving on. <laughs> he is a track champion.
3: <laughs> Holy cow. Hey. I've always
2: liked him. Always liked him. It's somebody... I figured I'd pick somebody different. He's gum good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what is going on with you, Nathan Bowling? I don't know. I have no idea. I'm going to message Tyler and see if he's going to have his t-shirt trailer there tomorrow and let you know to oh, get there I, early.
2: I would guarantee that there'll be t-shirts flying off the shelf just because, off the just because he won that race at the dome and seriously i mean i know hear what, that guarantee
3: from nathan bowling
2: guarantee yeah, i know what you guys are saying but there is a lot of people that's never heard of him before until he won that race 100 oh, you, you see shirts yeah, nathan all over bowling. the place now nathan just bowling like never the, heard of him <laughs> that just ticks me off you see people like with the, the chris madden stuff they'd never heard a, about him in their life and then he goes and teams up with
1: bloomquist and
2: wins a bunch of races now they're their, his biggest fans
1: yeah so you traded your chris madden t-shirt in for your don't Tyler carpenter chris,
3: one i didn't have a chris madden t-shirt. chris madden used to drive for capital race cars yeah i do know that with a nickname of Smokey. yeah see i'd heard him yeah. beforehand
2: 44 yeah yeah
1: black car with neon numbers. he was
3: teamed up with shane clanton
2: yeah
1: uh Brandon Allman oh said who are some of the national drivers that we've heard are coming uh Kyle apparently, Bronson
3: Tyler Carpenter's gonna be there Brandon
1: <laughs> yeah do you, I mean, I'm not gonna pick anybody anymore
2: <laughs> do you need another name with Tyler Carpenter um, apparently not if you're if you're Nathan Bowling
3: uh but yes Kyle I, I heard Tyler Carpenter is gonna be uh, sponsored by Chunky Peanut Butter <laughs>
1: he took his you head can, you can still hear us <laughs> he took okay. his, his head said I'm, like, I'm he couldn't hear us anymore
2: I'm done my I'm opinion's done. out I don't he's care. ready to
3: go in the isolation chamber
2: <laughs> I ain't not uh, on anymore screw you guys
1: uh, he's going home Kyle Bronson though is going to be there um, who else have I seen uh, I
3: haven't actually seen a list I don't know
1: I saw Kyle Bronson posted I saw somebody else i can't think of who it was now um i don't know i have to to go back and look i've just been seeing him on i on, would say probably brian shirley oh yeah the squirrel uh, yeah, i would say he'll be there um
2: you mentioned bobby pierce i know he's got it on his schedule
1: yeah bobby bobby will probably be there um
3: I think we might grab some that might not run the whole series, but it, with it being opening night, you know, some of those Illinois drivers, I'd say Fager might come over and.
2: Yes, Craig, I do need wings.
3: <laughs> if old Jimmy's letting him down, he's going to be all boneless.
1: Brandon wants to know if Moyer's going to be there. I am not. I think I did
2: see he was going to be. Did you? there. you? Yeah. Which one? Senior. Yeah, I haven't. Which, which yeah, yeah. I haven't I don't...
3: You know, I've heard he's run a race or two in his career. Yeah, I him. can't believe Nathan didn't jump on him. Ain't this a sight? He's won a war one hundred what four times? What I do?
2: <laughs> you're just an
3: easy target, dude. I know. <laughs> That's
2: uh, all right. Pick on somebody. Pick on me, then not, you're leaving somebody else alone. So. I pick on. I picked on Dustin for almost oh, hundred episodes. I know. I uh, I do have to say though, that <laughs> hey, I'm not on Throttled up that much, so you can leave him alone tonight. And <laughs> oh no, no. I'm an equal
1: opportunity guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Asshole to everyone. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> you know me (laughs) but uh i do got to say one of the coolest things was back during um quarantine when dirt on dirt did the interview with billy moyer jr and asked him the debate between his dad and scott bloomquist who's the best i give a shout out to junior man he did it in the trophy room there at billy moyer racing and had all the world 100 globes back behind him and Big shout out there, man, because uh, you're exactly right. Billy Moyer's won a few races mm-hmm. in his day. Um, Five or six, probably. I got a, a good friend named Tommy Deppe, Keith's
2: brother,
3: mm-hmm. that uh, when Bloomer and Moyer were in their heyday at Eldora, we would. Tommy was a huge Moyer fan. I was a huge Bloomquist fan back in the day. So our running bet was if both drivers made the feature for the World 100, whichever driver finished ahead, like if Moyer finished ahead of Bloomquist, I had to go to the Moyer trailer and buy a Billy Moyer T-shirt, and then if, for you or for him, for me, I had to oh, wear it. Even worse. I had to wear it the next year, so I had to, you know, I had to be a Bloomquist fan and, sh- and wear a, a Moyer T-shirt. And if Bloomquist finished ahead of Moyer, Tommy had to go buy a Bloomquist T-shirt and wear it the next year. So I that,
1: think that's a fair deal. And I'm just going to say this right now: I'm confident. You,
3: I, you never even wore the shirt you were supposed to when you lost your bet this year. What's That's was I right. To wear? I'm a Darf yes
1: oh you are right i totally forgot about yeah, that. yeah. You,
3: you let us down on the bet yeah i did you didn't remind me i shouldn't have to i'm not oh. your dad i'm old enough to be one but i'm not <laughs> i'm a lot of people's dads but i'm not yours so
1: i
2: <laughs> i just hope he's forgot about mine and his bet oh,
3: no i'll year. make sure
2: to remind him of that one
1: <laughs> i will say <laughs> this um i feel like we all just picked winners though i'm very confident i won't have to buy a tyler carpenter t-shirt tomorrow so if well everybody's saying the same people and i was like well heck i'll be a
2: little different so well, i'm I, glad you were different yeah I
3: like everybody's it's, different. It's easy to be different when you jump on the bandwagon no. everybody's
1: I, saying the same people i said Devin gilpin you went second
2: <laughs> i'm not talking about in this room and i said bab <laughs> how many other people said bab? <laughs> Huh? i might as well just give up how many other people did you hear say shannon bab was gonna win I'm not saying in this room. I'm saying on the Internet. Now, I'm
3: going to (laughs) say oh Ricky Roller Jr. over might have jumped a little bit on a bandwagon himself, but... The cat's cat's in the feed at Brownstown so far.
1: I've been a Gilpin guy from way back. I know you have. You can't say that's a bandwagon jump. Now, is he running really well right now in a rocket? 100%. No, yeah. Yeah, but... But um, I, I know you support devin a whole lot and i'm glad you if do. you go back and listen to the 100 episodes of thrall it up most of the time that devin's in a car i picked devin i know so and i'll give you that yeah this is i me, mean I you didn't, know i didn't pull devin gilpin out of nowhere
3: <laughs> uh, nathan will never be back <laughs> you got an opening on the darf show anyone interested <laughs>
2: Might have an opening for Dirt Two Media too.
1: <laughs> That's all you had to do, Brian. <laughs> 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 you owe me a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I would like to hear some other people's oh, picks. Brandon said that you did say you were going out on a limb, but then he said laugh out loud. I don't know what that part wow. meant. Dang, how big's that tree? <laughs> it better be pretty big to support me <laughs> yeah everybody listening here um who's everybody else's picks who, who, who's taking tonight ryan Gasaway did say nick hoffman is his pick that's that's a good pick um, yeah i don't disagree there
3: i'm i hope nick pulls the double duty and shows up with the mod and the the super actually he is
2: driving uh justin Elgier's modified oh I, wow i saw that today. good deal he's That'll gonna do
1: that in the first mm-hmm. half of the summer nationals that's
3: very very cool
1: yeah What's Justin doing? I mean, is he, like, busy or something?
3: Justin Algar hasn't drove for a minute, you know. In the, I actually went to oh, – let's be quiet. I went to Eldor once and watched Algar race in the World 100 one time, man. I think you guys are in diapers and learning to walk. But Really? Yeah. Not hey, while old. you're waiting on some, uh, some returns here, I do want to give a shout-out. Um,
1: Brownstown Speedway had a new flagger. Now wait a second. Time out.
3: I was wrong. I was just making fun of myself.
1: Yeah, you didn't watch Justin Allgaier.
3: Yeah, I did. He drove the 1A car at World 100 one year. But They're,
1: we wouldn't be that young. That's what I said. I was making oh, fun okay. of myself. Okay. But Let's
3: I want to give a shout-out. We had a uh, flagger that had not flagged at Brownstown Speedway since Have a Tampa raced, and James Essex was the promoter come over from Flag Force and is a uh, new listener to the show, Racing Rob Wilson, and he did an exceptional exceptional job uh, flagging actually had some uh, drivers call and compliment him on his flagging ability and uh, kind of really hoping we get him for the rest of the season because uh, he was very visible Got, You know, did really good with the flags so I hope Rob uh, sticks around so I'm going to give a shout out to him on his flagging ability
1: I don't know about Billy Moyer Sr., but I do have that uh doesn't look like Billy Moyer Jr. will be at Brownstown tomorrow. Said that um needs a change of push rod and next day air UPS messed up the shipment. So huh. thanks a lot, UPS. That's so, one of them
3: ups and downs days.
2: So There you go.
3: So what's Tyler Carpenter's hometown? Huh?
2: I know it's in West
3: Virginia. Oh, he went out on that limb.
1: <laughs> he's looking, he's phoning a friend. <laughs> somebody post it, somebody post it. So, all right, we picked, I knew I should have kept my mouth shut. So let me ask you this, just out of my... So
2: own- I can't have an opinion? You guys were talking about opinions earlier? You're the can't. one that said we shouldn't have them.
1: <laughs> so, So just to clarify, though... <laughs> If you had not gone with Tyler Carpenter after the beating you've taken mm-hmm. now, who would have been your safe pick that you wouldn't have had an opinion with? Shannon Babb. He'd have stolen mm-hmm. from you. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. I assume it's on his schedule. I, I, honestly, I would think so because yeah. he usually runs. You know, yeah, if that's yeah.
3: close. I would actually need to Fager, but I, I did not know if Jason was going to race or not. That's the only reason I didn't pick him.
2: Yeah, I, I would have leaned towards Shannon Babb most likely
3: Or I would have went with uh, the squirrel
2: Yeah But like I said I want to be a little different So Country roads Take me watch home it, Watch it we
3: might have to pay for that if you sing
1: it <laughs> Alright guys but, but, you know, Sorry I can't, John Denver I, I can't.
3: He don't know you're singing it
1: <laughs> Oh <God. laughs> That was the shot of the wow. night right there.
2: <laughs> wow.
3: I will also, you know, you know my favorites, Greg Johnson and, and Scott James, I'll definitely be rooting for them, too, you know.
2: I think Devin will be strong. I I, I mean, you it too. wouldn't it surprise me a bit if the boy won it. I mean, that'd be the great. The boy? Well, I can't say anything tonight, can I? Well, you knew coming in he was in rare oh, form. Oh, I know. I know. That's fine. But seriously, I mean. I'm glad he approves.
3: <laughs> I
2: love you, Matt. No, you don't. <laughs> At least Dustin will look me right
3: in the eye and say, I hate you. So, I mean, that's...
1: (laughs) Truth.
2: (laughs) But, no, I mean, that would be cool. I mean, see Devin pull something. I mean, he's obviously capable. Oh, yeah. Very
1: fast car. I mean, it it honestly wouldn't surprise me at all. You know, and another one I'm going to throw out there, who's looked better in the last few weeks, um, I'm not going to say... A win but i would love to see a really strong showing is as hudson o'neill mm-hmm. and that master's built yeah team. that's right um yep. they've they've shown some speed they've they've definitely looked better traveling coming back to brownstown huddy back in the car um i'm really excited to see what they can do i think they've got some things figured out and i hope they have a strong showing tomorrow night
2: you want to change your pick now no i did hear earlier something possibly about tyler herb being there let me check
1: I don't you guys know. go through and ramble because So is that can you jump bandwagon to bandwagon?
3: <laughs> as long as you don't touch the ground, I think it's legal.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you can you can actually jump. Yeah. I really should have done that when the Bulls dynasty ended in the nineties. I should have jumped right to the Lakers. Yeah. And then the Lakers to Golden State. And you Could've. you would have been fine. As long as you don't yeah.
3: touch the ground, you can you're good.
1: Yeah. Whew.
3: I'm still waiting on going to go out on the limb. Oh, well. How, how long have we been doing this?
1: We've been doing this for an hour and 12 minutes. We've been bashing Nathan.
3: No, I did you a little bit at the beginning. So.
1: You did. You were after me. Yeah. Okay, He. let's see. Tomorrow's
2: date is what, the 8th?
3: Oh, by the way, your paper tag expired on your Jeep.
2: I know. Yeah, he doesn't have it on his schedule, but he does have Florence on the schedule. Obviously, Lucas Oil, but, and that's this weekend, too. They've got two Lucas Oil shows at Florence this weekend. So, who knows? and you have to
3: buy your tickets in advance. Yeah, because they got limited yeah. seating.
2: Yeah.
1: All right, well, guys, thanks for joining us um, from everybody at the Darf Show. Throttled up tomorrow night, first night of the Summer Nationals held tour, uh, Brown Sound Speedway. Um, Nathan up top in the sky deck on the camera for Dirt Vision. Very excited about that. Excited. I can tell. <laughs> Very thank yeah, pure. <laughs>
2: Excitement. excitement no i mean to get a chance something like that i mean that that's pretty cool they I, trust me for something like that so i do well, i tell think you he's the only Matt, guy they could find yeah probably it
1: was great i was racing uh street stocks on i racing the other day and i made a little bobble at charlotte motor speedway and I actually took a guy out and it was 100 percent my fault and the guy started cussing me f you f this f that you took me out i said "No, not
2: on iRacing. racing you don't get any I said, of that on there i
1: said i didn't take you out I said, pure excitement took you out. You didn't look at my door. (laughs) He didn't think that was funny at all. But I found a lot of humor in it. I don't think that's. We're gonna have to race on there. I know.
2: Gonna have to do that. Let
1: me tell you something though. Pure excitement take you right out. That's fine. Nathan ain't never been out. (laughs) All right. So join. Join. He was quarantined at birth. (laughs) Awful. I thought the John Denver comment was maybe the best, but I think the quarantine at birth might have just taken it. Sorry. Wow. Everybody, you can see Matt Staples tomorrow night live at Brownstown Speedway. Mm -hmm. Stand-up routine during intermission. I'm going to save
3: the stand-up routine for my 50th birthday party.
1: (laughs) I'll save what I'm going to say off air. I'll
3: be the opening act for, for Forrest. All right, everybody. We'll see you next
4: week.